Hello and welcome to Comic Solving Problems. I'm Stephen Allen. And I'm Eric McElroy. Hello. Yes, welcome along to your uh, Tuesday, the 6th of April edition. You know what that means? It's a new tax year. Come on. <laughs> this tax year is going to be my tax year, baby. Now, I realize it seems like a weak-ass thing to try and celebrate. And I tried to do that at the start of the year, but uh, so far this year has not been my year, baby. So I thought I'd start again on the tax year. Oh, even missed the Chinese New Year. Never mind, we'll do this one. Um, so welcome along. Uh, that's right, your ISA allowance has uh, gone back up to full. Yeah. <laughs> and as we plow on... There's sweet, sweet ISA investments. Um, 0.1% if you're lucky. Great. So, welcome along to our um, comedy streaming show where we will be solving some of the problems. We'll look at the news. We'll solve those problems. You get any problems, yeah. you can message those as well. We can pop that in the uh, in the comments mm -hmm. section. We are yep. just on YouTube today. So, you sat there. You're enjoying our YouTube work. Click some like. Do the little whatever this thing is. Get some of that. And uh, it'll be very much appreciated. And through the show, if you enjoy it, you could always chuck some money in our virtual pots over here. More on that later. And if you bought some tickets to see this already, thank you very much. You are you are a patron of the arts. Mm. If by art you mean two blokes sat in their spare rooms trying to do jokes about tax years. <laughs> Yay. Good stuff. Well, yeah. The tax. What I'll get taxed on this year is a joke. So... Yeah. Rishi taking some of his go. money back. Remember these coins? Bless him. Um, so, yeah, you can get involved in the comment section. We'll read some of your comments as we plow on. But I think it's time to say, Mr. Eric McElroy, what have you got for us? Yeah. Well, see, this is a problem that is becoming a regular feature and will be until next month. And so I thought if it's a new feature in the show, it should get its own little introductory jingle. So, Steve, hit it. <laughs> That's right, Steve. It's time to feature another candidate for the mayoral election 2021. Mayoral. <coughs> oh, choke doing that voice. It's very exciting. <laughs> mayoral. Mayoral. Um, we've had some pretty stupid candidates so far, Steve. Um, I mean, we've had the failed actor and overall annoying person who is Lawrence Fox. Mm -hmm. We have had the American, I apologize, kickboxer dude, whoever Brian Rose is, who had never heard of before this and now it's time for someone sensible steve so i saw this on the bbc website it's count wow. binface for mayor of london the self-proclaimed interplanetary space warrior is challenging uh he's challenged boris in the past and theresa may and to be fair i mean he probably could have done better than either of them Mm. So count bin I mean, face. He, he might have got your bins collected. Yeah, I'll take that as a win. Exactly. Um, the thing is, I, I, I mean, for people who aren't from the UK, this is something that I found interesting over the last 20 years, is you have this, you know, because when, when Americans look outside the UK, we think, oh, it's very, very, very proper, very British, you take your government, say Churchill, all that stuff. That's what we think about your British politicians, okay? And a little bit of Hugh Grant in the movie that one time. That was cute and adorable, but you know you'll never stand up to us. <laughs> anyway, we think you'd be very sensible. But then you come here, and then we see Count Binface, and you're like, well, what? That That's coming out of nowhere. It's not, because you got the monster raving loony party, whatever the hell that is. Um, I mean, it's like that stiff upper lip goes away, and it comes election season time, and everybody goes all Benny Hill. 
all of a sudden. Like, I mean, was he a politician? Yeah. Was that why? Was that what it was? I mean, his famous quote, I am not against half naked girls, not as often as I'd like. Was that a political manifesto? Mm, yeah. <laughs> so you've got this weird side of yourselves to come out in elections. This is an official candidate. He actually has an official platform. We can look at some of the things that he's talking about here. We've got a clip from his website. Um, there's some serious stuff on here. He wants to give Croydon a facelift. I mean, that's a serious problem. Um, free parking, he's suggesting just on one street. But, I mean, anywhere that there's free parking in London, that's not going to happen. But, I mean, you see, he's got, he's got actually some real ideas. But on the next slide, Steve, you can see he's got something that's just a proper joke, right? We've got it right here highlighted at the very bottom, finish crossrail. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's going to happen. This isn't a serious candidate. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, look at that. And you think, that's oh, he's got brutal. a bin on his head. He's got a cape on. He wants to finish crossrail. Yeah, whatever. But then you look at what gets really serious, Steve. Here's his fundraising figures. Look at this. The guy's made five grand. Let me just refresh our Kofi over here. Wow. Oh, for fuck's sake. To be fair, five that Phoebe grand. Waller Bridge joke was better than what we've done. So, yeah, I understand. <laughs> That's why I didn't mention the jokes that he's had in there that were funny. You'll notice I skipped over that. I'm not going to mention another comedian's jokes, for Christ's sake. Uh, five, he's got five. He's got the whole election paid for, and they donated money to shelter. <laughs> Whatever. But I thought, you know what? He's on there the same as Lawrence Fox and the same as Brian Rose and the same as that Sadiq Khan guy. So we should take him seriously. He's a serious candidate. So earlier today, I reached out to his spokesperson, and we had this interview. I'm joined now by uh, Count Binface's communications director, Mr. I'm a can good to be here. Oh, thanks for wearing a mask. Um, I didn't realize that COVID was a problem for the, um, the, uh, uh, for the what? For the, um, bin community? Uh, it's not. Someone just threw away some spoiled meat and I'm trying to hold down the smell. Thanks. Now, I think it's great that your candidate is participating in democracy. I'm all for that. But isn't Count Binface just sort of a ripoff of what Lord Buckethead did, who ran in previous elections? It's not a ripoff. It's recycling. There's nothing new under the sun. Believe me. <laughs> Fair enough. So why should Count Binface get London's vote? Voting for the other guys is a waste. The other candidates' promises are garbage, and we won't trash our supporters. Funny, I see what you did there. What? What do you mean? Well, you just made a statement with a bunch of rubbish puns. Nonsense! They were great puns! Ha ha ha! That's not what I meant. But I mean, honestly, do you really think that someone's going to vote for someone named Binface? Well, they better. We all know your secrets. <laughs> what do you mean? Where do you think your secrets go? Right here! <laughs> Fair enough. Very there good. you go, Steve. Very good. So, I mean, the guy... Yeah. 
I, for a second there, when you were saying who's going to vote for anyone called Binface, I thought the next line was going to be a Bin Laden joke. But uh, no one voted. Yeah, I guess. Look what happened to him. Yeah. So successful. Because we have candidates like Baron Binface or whatever. <laughs> Baron <himself>. Binface <laughs> from the local <laughs> pantomime. Nice. Oh, dear. So, um, yes, there we go. Um, let's jump over here and check on some comments and say hello to people. Britt says um, hi. So there's Britt says hi. Yeah. Um, and uh, Chris Curling is there. Evening all. Chris Hood, yup, with a thumbs up. Thank you very much. Um, I think that's a subtle hint to the thumbs up. So you can give us a thumbs up if you're enjoying what you've seen so far. Um, I have to say the uh, Lawrence Fox video I've released as a single on our YouTube channel. And Lawrence Fox has some fans. I'm going to say. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's had more thumbs down than most of the other videos on our channel. Oh, so if uh, anybody else wants to rally the troops and give a thumbs up before his followers get in there. Um, Chris currently says, bring forth the merriment. And there's some other hellos from Tracy and Jack and so on. And uh, yeah, oh, Banana Cam. I like it. Naming the Because uh, we, we all wondered what happened to your comment cam and if it's being yes. kept near your bananas. I'm, I'm not sure that's the show I want to be part of. I'm not really sure what we're doing here. <laughs> Although if it gets money on the Kofi, yeah, I guess I'd take it. Well, I've got a little paranoid that the the comment cam was what was making the lip sync come out because it was overtaxing the machinery. Mm. So I thought we'll cut the comment cam for now and see what happens from there. Um, Chris Curley wants to know, Steve, can I claim this is an entertainment tax allowance? Yes, I'm sure you could. I, I probably yeah. more as a charitable contribution because they take a look at our situation and be like, fair enough. Yeah, have some gift yeah. aid. Maybe if we could get some of Binface's money. Yeah. Some of that sweet, sweet. Should we run for office? Why not? I've got nothing else to do. Yeah. Can we say, can we put that on our Kofi page that we're running for office? Or is that a little yeah, bit in Maybe it? not. Yeah. Especially as we've just heard the one thing you've done is upset Lawrence Fox's fans. Let's not pretend we're standing for any political office quite yet until they burn us down. Uh, Britt says it's a new tax year today. Whoop, whoop. Next year we'll be saying libraries will be reopening. Whoop, de doop. Yeah. Living at large. This is all we have left to celebrate. That's what's sad about this. Yep. Problem is, people start going out again, then they, they that'll be that'll be our window. Oh yeah, missed. it's going to be a third wave. You know, more on that later, maybe. But there will be lockdown. <laughs> I'm getting so good at being locked down. It doesn't make a difference. We've had Easter lockdown. I did an Easter egg hunt without leaving mm. the house. Spoiler alert: they were in the fridge. It was easy. So you know, already there are some benefits to it. Yeah, I mean, it does get a little, I mean, because my kids are teenagers now, so the Easter egg hunt's getting a little bit redundant. I'm like, come on, just hide the fucking things yourselves. <laughs> hide them yourselves. <laughs> you take a rohypnol, <laughs> hide them, yeah, wake up. I mean, you know. Anyway, um, first sci-fi reference tonight with my Chewbacca impression. Yeah. What did I do? Do you think that was my route? No, my I think it was earlier when we were just doing the... Uh, were you making a sound of being happy about tax? Ooh. I don't, ah. Is that the sound? I'm not oh, sure. Really. <laughs> so I just get so caught up in the moment, guys. It's very special for me to be here. Um, and uh, which one is Bin Face Count in that photo? Harsh. That's a bit harsh. Um, oh, and Chris Hood has said, have I been watching too long? Been watching. 
in. Yep. Yep. Talking about all the waste things in there. Uh, Britt says she'll happily donate again when we log in on Thursday and see we both have bins on our heads. Not filters. Real bins. Do you know what? I'd be up for that because I've just moved in. So all the bins here are brand new. They're cleaner than my head. So. Yeah. That one, that one, I needed to put a mask on it because it was skanky. I noticed you got some, you need some Mamorite paint on that. You got some rust patches. <laughs> Mamorite. <laughs> Hammerite, not Mamorite. That would be a very different, probably available. Gets rid of any rust on the boobs. There we go. For underwire um, so bras. I think we're... <laughs> I think we're nearly caught up, although uh, Chris Curling's got in there with one more May Oriole. So it is the May. That's why they. Is that why they call it the Mayoral election? Because it's an election that happens in May. Mm. I don't think anyone calls it the Mayoral election, but that's probably why. Yeah, that's <laughs> when it happens. Right. So, the Kofi uh, leaks. So there the we bottom. go. Um, yes. Uh, before we forget, um, we'll drop that in there. If you enjoying what we're doing, the Kofi link is there. And if you know, if we could beat the bin face dude, I think we've worked a lot harder at this. He just pops up every now and then at election time, mm. slaps on a silly suit. Gets his photo taken. We're here twice a week, every week, for you. Not just for London, but for the world. Although it's a good bin this time. He's upgraded the whole bin thing. From Bucket, which I believe then ended up having some sort of copyright issue or something, to then the yeah. bin face. That That is a full-on dusty bin. That's good. That is good quality. Credit where it's due. But anyway, more on that later. The Kofi link's there. Um, on to the next problem, if we're up for it. How do we solve the problem of... Getting out of this last bit of lockdown again without people being gits Ugh. about passport and testing. It's a long problem, but I think it is one of the most in-our-face problems. So, the latest update is they will be piloting domestic coronavirus passports. And they say it's the right thing to do. This is not about getting into a pub, although pubs mm. will have to write down your name and record that you were there. Like last time. But mm. the difference between last time and this time is if they don't do it now, they could be fined, I think it's £4,000, and people are upset about that. So I, I love that already, that they were perfectly fine with the rule as long as there was no punishment for breaking it. But as soon as there's a punishment for breaking it, oh my God, it's ridiculous. That probably meant you weren't sticking to the rule. But anyway, that's not for pubs. These passports are not for pubs. And we're not even talking today about the passports to go abroad, because you can't moan about those, because... You need a passport to go abroad. If you need extra passportiness, deal with it. Um, and the idea of people needing to get some sort of ID type things to go into pubs already happens. But anyway, mm. and what I like about this is that as soon as they talk about passports being involved with going to entertainment venues, I will post a clip onto TikTok and the same angry people, if they were just expressing their point of view, I wouldn't mind. But... The same anti-vaccine passporters will be doing their angry faces saying, I don't want pubs knowing all my medical information. And they won't. I don't know why you think it will be all of your medical information. It'll just be that you've got the passport. It won't be kind of like, all right, come in there. I see from your uh, your card you've had the vaccine. Uh, also, oh, we better sit you near the bathrooms. Like, It's not going to be on there. No red wine for you, not with that gap. It's, there won't even be space on the cards. Why do people think all of their information is going to be on there? Some of the other arguments against it, some MPs have said that having this system would be divisive and discriminatory. Well, let's take a slice oh. through that. Would it be divisive? Yes. Because it's meant to divide us up into two groups, those who have had the vaccine or those who haven't. It's the flipping purpose of it. There'd be no point in having a vaccine passport that everyone can just get. 
You just download the thing, print it off, and fill your name in like you do for A-level general studies. So it wouldn't make a difference if it was like that. It has to be divisive. Is it discriminatory? I suppose it is, because... The concept is that you can get one if you've had the vaccine and also a recent yeah. negative test or within six months had a positive test for the, getting the disease for natural ones. That it ruins the flow of the piece. Let's just focus on the vaccine <laughs> because it means older people are more likely to have had the vaccine. So it will be right. unfair to the young people. There was a thing in The Guardian today saying that, oh, they're pretending as if the young people don't exist. Won't somebody think of the Generation <laughs> Z that they'd have to wait before they could go out and do the partying? And I love that we've got this mentality that some people would rather, instead of, like, from my point of view, I'd rather walk past a pub and see it filled with 70-year-olds and just <laughs> look through the, clear some of the window and look in and, oh, see them having fun. And walk on, because I can't get one. I've not had the vaccine. I'd rather do that than walk past just another closed pub. Because that's the situation we're dealing with. We have to pick between having uh, the pubs open to only some or closed. Not open to only some or open to all of us. We ain't going to get there quicker if you decide to not have a vaccine passport. Of course, there's a concern about security. Big Brother Watch said that, um, that it's the end of liberty as we know it. And to them, I'd say... Liberty probably already ended. We're in the third lockdown. Yeah. There's give up on liberty. At the moment, we don't have liberty. You get a five grand fine for trying to go abroad and you stand too close to a person and the police can fine you as well. So actually, this vaccine passport would give us more liberty and then we could get out into doing gigs so we can actually shout at people again. But it's okay. It's not just about passports. There's the other good news that apparently we will be get, getting twice weekly tests available to us in England. And you think after the rant that I've just done, surely I like this. And I like the idea of it. If it weren't for one thing, they're self-administered tests. It's just a waste of goddamn yeah. lab time. We've been through this before. People don't know how to do swab tests. They just do the stir the bogeys round, they put this much in and then go, oh, look, I got a negative test. Of course you did. You didn't go anywhere near the business end of that swab, you idiot. Now, we've done this on the show. You can look on our YouTube channel. Mm. You can see the thing with me cramming in like a full four inches worth of cotton bud right down the nose. Don't need to see that. Public health, but we don't need to see me uh, do that anymore because I've created Mm. a little character that will help to educate people. If we're going to be doing self-administered tests, we need to know how to do them right. So I've created a little animated character to try and help explain it all to us. Let's take a look. Right, time to take this test. Hey, I'm Nicky the Nasal Swab, and I'm here to help. Yeah. I'm going to help all the boys and girls do the test correctly. Are you from some TV show or something? No. I tried at Disney, CBBS, and CITV, but they didn't like me. Oh, well, don't worry. Would you like to help me? Would I? Okay, get your swab. And remember, hashtag not just the tip. Ugh, that is, that is not appropriate. <laughs> well, that's what Disney said. Oh, don't get upset again. What's the next bit? Hashtag push me deep inside of you and hashtag don't worry if there's a little blood. Sorry, no, that is just wrong. You are wrong'un. Well, I'm better than my brother. Hello, I'm Alan the anal swab. Forget it. (laughs) There we go. If that character catches on, all of a sudden we'll all know how to do a swab. It's interesting that the anal swab sounds a lot like I'm a bin. The anal swab sounds a lot like the bin. The nasal swab sounds a bit like my co-presenter on this show. (laughs) Oh. 
I didn't realize until I was editing it. I was like, oh my God, that's what I do when I do an impression of you. You do an impression of me? Who do you do an impression of me to? Well, when we're on the show, or the weeks when you're not available. <laughs> We've got the CGI <laughs> that can do it. I'm going to start talking a lot more like the Bing. You should do. That was some God. good character acting. That Bing was some of the best. Because it had like the slight New, New Yorkiness going in there. Mm. It reminded me of, um, is it Oscar the Grouch from Sesame Street? It did get a little oscar at times, yes. Good. I no, that was that. That's what it's it inspired. It's an inspire. You know, does New York get inspired by people? I get inspired by Muppets and Bins. <laughs> What level of acting I'm at now? Um, <laughs> looking over here at the comments, um, make sure to join us uh, there on the YouTube channel and um, give us a thumbs up if you're enjoying the show. Uh, this is a rather personal question, Steve, mm. um, and it's a little bit creepy to be honest. Um, have you left Gravesend? Well, there's no official press statement <laughs> on that yet. I'm still a I'm still a property owner in that area. Put it that Do way. You want to make sure. You- you want to reveal anything personal like that about where you are? So Not until we have to I just for like vaccine. Southwest London. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, <laughs> we've got uh, Binface McBinface. <laughs> There's a callback there. Um, those are coming in now. Binny McBinface. Nice. Um, but now we transition into the passport story. Extra passportiness. Nice. I have a way with words, in as much as I make them yeah. less effective and a lot longer than they need to be. I mean, you did kind of mention this, the fact that the same people that don't like the masks don't like the passports. And now I saw they don't like the two tests a week. Yeah. What do these people want? They just want, I mean. Yeah. I heard someone this morning, I was listening to podcasts from different sides of the debate to try and be informed about it. And someone was saying, why would I need to be tested twice a week if there's nothing wrong with me? It's because we're in a goddamn pandemic, you cretin. <laughs> How would you not? Oh, fuck. I know. And I sent you a clip of, because uh, I don't like to roast other comedians on the show. No. So there's a comedian who was on television recently who was complaining about the fact that this pandemic was turning us into a socialist country and then uh, that we were becoming more fascist at the same time. All within the same 90 second clip. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, someone's noticed that Mark isn't here. So, or else he's being a silent partner today. But hopefully that's where, what's good about, I mean, it's not good that Mark's not here, but. He can still watch the show because you can catch us all of our previous shows on the YouTube channel. Yeah. So send him the link. I hope he's not waiting for us on Facebook. Uh, No, you know, he he was here last Thursday when we were only here. Um, That's right. So if you are watching us on another platform, you really shouldn't be because we're only on YouTube now. Um, Charlotte's just joined us. Good evening, everyone. Hello, Charlotte. Um, Britt says, hopefully it will be the end of nothing but this pandemic rather than liberty. Yeah. It won't be the end of liberty. I mean, look, I totally agree. There needs to be a sunset clause on it. You can't have a vaccine passport in perpetuity because also at some point everyone would have one and it would be yeah. like a general studies A-level again. Like that joke will then become true. It's only useful to make things happen a little bit quicker. You get people on radio saying like, well, if you've had a vaccine, I don't see why you shouldn't be out there enjoy life. Brilliant. Okay, how do you prove that you've had a vaccine? Vaccine passport. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Good. There's lots of places, and if you need one for travel, lots of places you go, you need a vaccine to travel. When I did uh, my trek to Nepal a couple uh, years ago, yes, I've done treks back when I, yeah. And uh, it was for fundraising and all these kinds of things. The woman said, well, we've got one, here's the vaccines you need, but this one here isn't on the NHS. She goes, do you want to get it? 
and it became this big long debate because she was on the NHS and you guys don't like to charge anything for the NHS, which is incredible. But as an American, I'm like, you could make money off of me. What's the big deal? And she went on and on and on about, I don't know if you should have this vaccine because it will cost you money. And I was like, well, if you if it was free, would you say I should get it? She goes, oh, yes, you should get it. She goes, but I'm sorry, we have to charge you. And I was like, all right, I'll pay. And I was expecting to pay hundreds and hundreds of pounds. And she's like, yeah, it'll be it'll be 40 quid. <laughs> give me the vaccine give me an extra vaccine for an extra 40 quid jesus it was to not get rabies which you know i've got kids it's worth having they bite um so uh mark has pointed out without uh, without chris has pointed out without mark there's no fact checking hashtag fake news oh struth yeah, there we go that makes the next story i'm gonna do problematic um and uh Let's see. Uh, Charlotte says, you suit being a swab. Thank Steve. you. Thank you. I, I, yeah. yeah. I had to, uh, to really get into the character of being a, sw- a swab. Yeah. And what would it be like to be nose bound? <laughs> definitely. And then definitely Alan's. anal. <laughs> That's for sure. Very different swab. Um, uh, Chris says, maybe he has a swab stuck. Oh, that's talking about Mark again, I guess. <laughs> it's like, what's that? Is that back to Steve? Or um, Jack says, uh, that was Dr. Freud's swab, methinks. Hmm. So, well, well and Victoria says, through the anal phase. Through the anal phase. And Victoria says, swab method. Thank you. Yep. I was, uh, I spent all day new... pretending to be cotton. <laughs> Natural fibers. That's where it's all at. Got to go with natural fibers. Um, and I think uh, we are, oh, no, there's a few more. Um, oh, we've got somebody, Shades of North Can USA. You guys are funny tonight. It's the afternoon here in the Maple Leaf. Shocker. So there we go. Um, and it says you got to share the clip of the pub story on Twitter. It's perfect. Which one was the pub story? Uh, I'm not sure. The pub story. I don't know. I think going in a pub. Probably that. I, I don't know. Something yeah, like. that's that's right. All right, tell us what the story was, and then Brit has message retracted, which I always love those. <laughs> <laughs> well, now she's come back with Swabby McSwab Face Method. Yep, yeah, this is where the acting is. Go. Look, I mean, Eric was that's a bin earlier. Swab. He embodied the concept of being a bin. I've been a swab that gets put in various orify. This is where it's all mm. happening. This is this is what people are paying the money for. Are they paying the that's money what for? That's all it? there for. Uh, they could pay more. Yeah, <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> could do as well as Mr. Binface. Um, right. Um, but do continue to like the show with the little like button if you're enjoying what you're watching. And uh, don't forget to subscribe. And, oh, is it my turn to do a story? Yeah. Or a problem? This is a problem, Steve. When is enough enough? Hmm. It's a big question. And I think the answer is in this headline right here. Um, this is a Yorkshire woman who says she did not wake her husband when she gave birth on the floor of their home. <laughs> and the reason she didn't is because she was giving birth to their eighth child. Okay. That's enough. Mm. I think that's enough. Yeah. You don't, I mean, you don't even bother to wake the husband when it's the eighth child. Um, but she didn't stop there, Steve. They've had a ninth child since then. Did you notice? Now, yeah, the eighth child, you just... I'm not even going to wake my husband up for this. The ninth child, we actually, because they've been on a Channel 5 television show, this family, we actually have uh, a video of the ninth child being born right here. Oh, bloody hell. Classic. 
Classic Python, guys. Um, now, the thing is, the woman who had the eighth and ninth baby, she's from Yorkshire. After I remembered that clip from Python, I thought I want to put that clip in the story. But do you remember where that is set? Um, you can see right here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's there. <laughs> I mean, the film was made in 1982. It was set in the 1800s, that bit. What was good for Yorkshire then? <laughs> Good for Yorkshire now. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you're northern. I mean, you're not that northern. How far is Yorkshire from your not bit? Not far. No, it's it, yeah. yeah? No, we are right at the top of the Midlands. Yorkshire's the bottom of uh, what you'd call the north. South Yorkshire is so next door neighbours. Is that so? Once you cross that line, do the babies just start? Yeah, I was thinking that's the only way he would have been woken up, as if he was woken up by the sound of because <laughs> that's all he would have been. <laughs> I mean, it's an incredible. There, we got more details of the story here. Um, right here, we can see um, she basically, Yorkshire farmer Amanda Owen, said she did not want to wake her husband when she went into labor and gave birth. So she went down to the floor with her dog for company. <laughs> I was just thinking, just thinking that, that poor dog. I mean, who's thinking about the dog? He's just, the dog's going to be sitting there watching this happen. Just like, oh, not again. I mean, scraps are barely enough around here. Now there's another mouth to feed. <laughs> but I love I loved this bit of the story as well. Um, she basically, Clive, her husband, was desperate, wasn't, des wasn't desperate to be at the birth. Of course not. It was the eighth child. He was asleep <laughs> upstairs. She just went up, woke him up with the baby. There you go. I know that's not how the Yorkshire women talk. There you go. He's a baby. Desperate to be at the birth. Yeah, because as you say, eighth. It's like Mission Impossible films. Ah, you've seen one, you've yeah. seen them all. It's good. It was nice that he was there at the conception. I mean, that's yeah. the least he could do. Mission Impossible films must be longer than her labor these days. <laughs> Bless her. Um, now, if we want to see, uh, let's see, let's have a look at the family here. Here's the whole Raven helps look after the little ones. Ruben, he's always tinkering with something. Miles really loves farming. Edith, she's really good with the sheep. Then there's Violet, just such a tomboy. Sydney, he's cute. Then we've got Annis, Clemmy, and Nancy. <laughs> she's struggling to remember to the To the last three children, she's like, and then we've got uh, these three <laughs> who don't even get a descriptive word. Like, I can remember what the first five have that makes them stand <laughs> out, but the last three, it's just a blur. I'm having them in the kitchen. I'm having them in front of the the dog i've got no idea what's going on but you know it's in that list of the family who doesn't get a mention or who doesn't even get to say a word it's this guy let's zoom in there that's the husband i mean that looks like a mugshot <laughs> just that looks like a mugshot the husband there the poor guy that was less yorkshire ripper and more yorkshire sperm donor is what you've got going on there <laughs> Yorkshire Ripper is the nickname that mother gives to the first kid. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, no, 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 no. I didn't say that. Um, okay. But what I do like about this woman is that I don't know. I don't know what Yorkshire snark sounds like because I will not even attempt to do the accent because I can only do the bin accents. Oh, little bit of lace to London. Um, but it just goes on in the interview to say a little bit more here, um, where she basically, she's like, you know what? The snowflake generation, they can't do anything. 
um, talking about other people not being able to do as much as she's done. And I'll tell you what, you know, she's right. You know, maybe there is more of a snowflake generation out there. But the one thing that they can do is they can fit their family all in one car. <laughs> um, but, you know, she's a proud mom, which is great. And she admits that she's come pretty far, as we can see here, um, where she basically says, I did pretty poorly at my exams, but look at what I've achieved since then. So I think that's really a nice success story. Although I do want to know what's on the exams in Yorkshire. That uh, that's where she got a surprise result. Yeah. So who knows? Not sending my daughter to go up to university there. That's for sure. It's a lovely place, God's own county. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just as another one. Jesus, nine kids. Um, so, would you want? Want to have nine children? Today? No, that seems hellish. Um, also, I don't know. I, there's no. I mean, I was going to say, like, mathematically, we shouldn't be having too many because of population. But if one family has nine, it's not really going to make a difference. It's only if everyone makes nine. You, sorry? Yeah, it takes the pressure off some of us. Yeah, you know, but I just mean it's meant to be, is it, you need to do average fewer than two to slightly reduce the global population. But then yeah. I'll probably have technology that finds more food and. I don't think it's a good enough argument against one family having loads of kids. It's just trying to put us all off the idea of having a clan. But, yeah, each their own. <laughs> sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, that's not a family. That's a clan. Um, let's see here. Uh, Chris Curling says, My wife is a midwife and has just commented that having an eighth child would be like shelling peas. <laughs> I'm glad she said that. Oh, come Not on, us. surely, surely in this modern day world, we're allowed to comment like that. I don't know. My wife's a doula, so I'm, I have to be careful. Even me covering the story is dangerous. Um, going over to Canada again, it says a pub. Oh, this is going back to the pub thing. A pub filled with 70 year old vaccinated people is rad. And all the hard done by personal liberties generation can flip off. So that's the clip they wanted. Yeah, that one about the, the young people in yep. a pub. Honestly, there we go. Won't somebody? It allowed you to do your noise. Do you know what? As well, yeah, the I like the noise. The other thing that I was going to include, right? Where the the young people are moaning about it not being fair. It's not fair. These seventy year olds will be able to go out into a pub before I can. The seventy year olds hmm. also have like far less long to live. The fact that you would want it to be fair that what's that? You've got a decade left. Well, you can waste a tenth of that staying in because I don't want to miss out. Honestly, what's what's fair about that? Um, let's see. And Chris Curling's backed it up with childbirth, NVQ level seven. Yes, that's what they study for. Um, she did well at the practical. <laughs> My goodness. Um, but it says a nomadic uh, African tribes with whole families live in the same hut. Uh, the women had to give birth silently because if she wakes anyone up, the child will always uh, too loud or annoying. So pop here goes the baby. Pop goes the baby works. Wow. So. And uh, the midwife has suggested that she may have been asleep during conception so he can be asleep at the birth. <laughs> now that I'm not sure you can say these days. <laughs> That's, I didn't say it. <laughs> Someone named Chris's missus said it. Stop looking so at that. We're, blaming, along. we're passing the blame on two steps. <laughs> <laughs> you could do that. Um, there we go. I think we're caught up on the comments. Um, make sure to like things. You can chuck money in the Kofi if you like and subscribe to the channel. Um, Steve, we got one more problem. Yeah, one more problem to solve. This is the internet. How do we solve the problem of the internet? Don't get me wrong. I like Ooh. the internet. There are loads of good things about the internet. You can find weird stories like, just off the top of my head, um, about this one. A man filmed a three-eyed rat hybrid animal. 
people can't figure out what it is. I don't know what it is, but I know where it came from. Um, the middle of the road, that, that's the thing that they bury so you can work out where the central reservation is. <laughs> um, then also there was this new story that Ann Summers have launched a maternity lingerie range to help pregnant women feel sexy, which I like. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can't get more pregnant. Knock yourself out. Um, there was this story as well. Big news came in from the mirror. Four in ten Brits think that roast potatoes should be replaced for ideal Sunday lunch. Thank God we're finally getting to the bottom of that one. Um, also, four in ten. Unless you're cooking it, you can shut your face and eat what's available. And if, if four out of ten of you are cooking, then you're not very good at it. But this is the serious story about the internet. Um, we're about to lose something integral to what the internet has meant to so many of us because yahoo answers is shutting down and that is such a shame because every so often you have a little question you google Mm -hmm. and you get the yahoo answers thing would suddenly pop up out of nowhere and it wouldn't be helpful at all but let's go through some of the things that have been asked on yahoo answers it's going to shut down it goes read only um before the end of the month and then next month it disappears Mm. altogether and one of the newspaper sources online came up with some of the best questions let's go through them now one of them was someone asked do you think humans will ever walk on the sun i mean not for long i'll give you that Um, Some other genius asked about this one. How do I... I love that one. How do I turn off cat block? Brilliant. (laughs) That that was a space on the internet was filled with that. Actually, I think you read that wrong, Steve. Can you put it back up? How do I turn off cat block? (laughs) And also, you know, if they'd have realized it's caps lock, they'd have looked down at the keyboard and gone, God. Um, this question is throwing your hair in the garbage safe that got listed as one of the best questions ever asked on Yahoo Answers because the reason they were asking is that they worried that look, no one wants to throw away paperwork that's been sent through because of identity theft and they were worried is it safe to throw away hair because of identity theft because they might be able to clone your DNA from the follicle that's why you always see criminals hanging out around hair salons And then investing the billions to clone a human and the 20 years to wait for it to grow up just so they can nick that fingerprint. Next thing, they're getting into your PC. (laughs) Boom. Uh, How about this one? Um, What if the girl that thinks I'm the dad isn't the mum? Let me think about that for a second. Is is that the plot of the Michael Jackson song Billie Jean? I can show you again if you want. Can you, yeah. can you read that question with a Yorkshire accent? What if girl that thinks I'm dad in mom? <laughs> My kids everywhere. Yeah. I mean, then you don't have anything to worry about other than <laughs> you don't know what works or what goes in what hole. But other than that, don't worry about it other so much. That. Yeah. That's a brilliant question. Uh, Up next, question five. Uh, Is there a spell to become a mermaid that actually works? That is someone who is sick of trying all of these bullshit spells. I'm trying spells left, right and centre, and I've still got legs like a dick. Um, So, so, Love the little mermaid. You've got to love the little mermaid. Someone loved little mermaid so much. But isn't that the other way around, that she had to, really, she needed a spell to get legs without having to lose her voice? But then she, after you're out of the water for so long, you lose the ability to turn back into a mermaid. So it could have been a mermaid who made a mistake. Damn it. Damn it. Maybe that was... Don't you know anything? Do you reckon that was sent by Tom Hanks in the film Splash? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and that film, I, you know, it's a great comedy, but I showed it to the kids and it is a little bit dated. It's just a little bit not in the Me Too era. What? Okay. Yeah. Um, then, right, on to the next question. Question six. If I eat myself, would I become twice as big or disappear completely? And here's where I knew I'd gone too far down the rabbit hole. That I read that and started to answer it seriously. I sat there thinking, well, unless you were undergoing a chemical process, your mass would be the same. Unless you had anything that caused a chemical phase transition into gas form, you're going to weigh the same, idiot. Yeah. Why am I answering this question? Well, if you had diarrhea at the same time. Yeah, one in, one out. You'd just pass right through yourself and pop out the other side inverted. So you'd dis you would eventually disappear. Because, no. you know, when you, as you're losing that mass through the diarrhea. No, you'd just become the diarrhea. Yeah, but you wouldn't be yourself anymore. Well, you wouldn't be yourself quite early on into that process as you try and eat yourself. <laughs> anyway, you see what I mean? I started to answer this. <laughs> um, it's dangerous. Right, let's go for this one. Uh, why does my cat vibrate? <laughs> now, that one I thought about for a while. And whoever asked that question, I need to answer a question with a question. Is your cat kind of this shape and do you need to plug it into the wall every night? If so, I think I've solved your problem. Um... <laughs> Do you honestly think that was someone who owns a cat and didn't know about purring? I mean, it could be. A, I mean, if you've come from a sheltered family, all of a sudden this cat starts vibrating and you're thinking, well, I had a rabbit that did that, but not a cat. Oh, yeah. Where do you put the batteries? Oh, that poor cat. Oh. Um, question eight. Can I tell by the smell of my husband's gas if he has been cheating? And to whoever wrote that, I would say yes. Yeah, you should really get in there, tuck your nose right in and... Take a deep breath, because that's probably what you deserve for being the kind of person that asked that question. It, that could be a question from America, and she's talking about petrol. Yeah, it's not, though, is it? <laughs> it's not, though. <laughs> could you imagine that as a conversation as well? You accidentally break wind. <laughs> Who is she? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, and then the final yeah, question. Different kind of lipstick. <laughs> oh, God. The final question uh, that we will uh, answer or ask or whatever. Will my laptop get heavier if I put more files on it? <laughs> and, yeah, everyone thinks it's funny to mock the person who wrote that until you realize what they were talking about is that. Uh, yeah, probably will. But I will say, nice. now, if you need to um, answer any stupid, pointless question, Yahoo uh, Answers has gone. Mm. You will never again be able to go there. Instead, if you've got a question that you need answering, you're going to have to go to this dodgy website. <laughs> hey. That's the one. Nine o'clock every Tuesday <laughs> and Thursday. Send us your questions. No question. It's too stupid. If it's too stupid Just... for Yahoo Answers, we'll take it here. That's this model for them. It's really taken them to levels of success they couldn't imagine. So I think we could fill a niche of something that's uh, yeah. no longer and needed. Yahoo had the audacity to stop their forwarding service on their emails. They'll no longer oh. for free forward the emails that you have sent to your Yahoo. Well, okay, then I guess I won't read the spam that gets sent by the Wi-Fi places I've logged into. <laughs> okay. Poor Yahoo. Oh, bless it. Bless it. They were, you know, at least I've still got my AOL account. Nice. I, I mean, use it for my MySpace. I remember signing up for a, a Yahoo email address, but it was Rocket Mail back then. And oh I, God. yeah, I wanted that back. I spent ages once. I also spent ages trying to log into Lycos to see if I could get my Lycos email address back. But uh, that's still a thing, apparently. I can see what you've been doing during lockdown. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, it says here, Britt says Yahoo groups are shutting down as well. There goes the 90s. Oh, nuts. Oh, I was thinking we should start broadcasting on that. That could really change our uh, yeah. prospects here. That should be um, archived, though. You know, like money from the Smithsonian should be looking. They should download it at least and keep a copy. I think so. I mean, it's. I mean, especially if it's got gems in there. I did see that story as well. So it's nice to see that we're we're seeking out things from the same same pages. Um, what else have we got? One more turn uh, with comments here before we go. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, oh, this is going back to the Victoria's going back to the potatoes first. The roast potatoes, then Yahoo answers. Is nothing sacred? Oh, damn it! This is ruining the start of a tax year. <laughs> This was your big year. This was going to be your big year, Steve. And already it's gone um, downhill. Ugh. Tracy says, oh, no, Steve, Yahoo answers shutting down. What am I going to use to search for songs for the opposite on time? For opposites on <laughs> Is time? that what you've been getting them from? <laughs> so what's opposites on songs? on? Opposites? Uh, it's a thing that Mark Dover does where you got to do a request that's the opposite of the last one. Ah, pretty okay. Good. Good idea. Pretty good. Um, again, from Canada over here, I'm pretty sure the Yorkshire mom is the best expert for the maternity bra review. <laughs> I mean, wear and tear. If you're looking to get her something, I think the last thing that family needs is for that dad to find her more attractive. Truth. <laughs> he's happy. I mean, he's 64 now, though. I mean, he can't, can't, shouldn't have any more kids. Um, uh, Chris Curling says, I think Radio 4 Extra calls them attitudes of their time that some people may find offensive. Oh, is that how you phrase it? I guess that's about the film Splash. Ah, uh, right. Yes. But, you know... It's still good. The, the lobster eating scene was still good, but there were some other things I in there. I can't remember were... the other scenes that would be dodgy. It's just... She... I mean... It's just not a very hip form of womanhood. She just spends the whole time going, oh... Looking kind of dingy. Is that womanhood? But, or you is know, that... she's a mermaid. Exactly. It's mermaid. She's she's naive she's, to the yeah, ways of the land. Woman. She's a mermaid. Yeah. So it's not sexist, it's race species. Speciesist. But on the Speciesist. on the plus side, um, there's not a lot of plastic in her. So there would be now. <laughs> yeah. She's a vegetarian anyway in real life. Um, Britt says, eating yourself while continually pooping. Um, you'd be like the serpent uh, god Orbio or Orboros. Orboros? I guess Orboros, yeah. yeah. I've never heard. <laughs> P.S. Is Eric's lava lamp supposed to be wonky, or is that just the way he rolls? It's the only thing in that room that's level. Everything else. Yes. I'm sitting at an angle. <laughs> it's very difficult. He has one <laughs> butt cheek bigger work than the on other. My core. It's just everybody has a straight-up lava lamp. Mine's a bit bent. Um... <laughs> And uh, Victoria says, I've, I've a feeling data does have a teeny weeny weight. So vague memory from proper science. What are we talking about there? Sorry. Uh, well, data. Oh, about files uh, going on the laptop. The data would, if you add more files to the laptop, that it would weigh more. So um, although I, it depends, certainly if it's magnetic storage, all you're doing is moving the direction of the magnetic domain. So the mass is the same. Yeah. But for, I must admit, for solid-state storage, I don't think so, but I don't actually know how solid-state storage works. They invented it after I did university. I could look it Victoria, up. Victoria, but... you've stumped him. You've stumped him, Victoria. Um, and Jack says, yes, Eric has the leaning tower of lava lamp. I'll tell you, it's the only thing in the room that's straight. He's got one butt cheek that is considerably larger than the other, which means he sits like that, and everything else has to be... 
I've been working on that sheet for years. Um, and Chris, I think this might need to be the final comment of the show. The husband needs a Schechtal. Schechtal. Although I see that Tom says energy has mass. That's interesting, mm. yeah. In as much as it can perturb space-time. Oh, you know what I'll do? I'll put it in the Yahoo Answers. Oh. oh. Damn it. Chris says data doesn't. This is becoming controversial now. Yeah. Star Trek <laughs> reference. Um, what if it's a JPEG? Because the PNGs are fine. They're quite light, aren't they? They're not going to add too much. Because yeah. I, yeah, I imagine like the size of the disk and the size of the storage space must be the same. The only thing that could be added to it well, it depends what you mean by energy, because energy has mass. That's why computers... Well, energy is interchange interchangeable with mass, but if you move something further away from the Earth, its mass doesn't change, but it has greater energy and as much as potential energy. Kinetic energy is different because massive objects can change based on their velocity. As you get closer to the speed of light, you end up getting heavier, which is my excuse. Mm. Um, hmm... Which brings us back to walking on the sun. If you were doing it fast enough. Do you think that question was asked on Yahoo groups, uh, Yahoo answers by the group Smash Math? Like, I've got a song. I just don't know if it really holds up <laughs> to fact checking. Probably. Makes sense. I mean, uh, right. Um, ooh, Brit says bonus points for Victoria, me thinks. Yeah. So. There you Good go. Point. And now I'm going to go and, up and uh, have to read about the two different types of solid state media. You're not going to be able to sleep I've now. I've been even sorted. <laughs> um, right. Well, uh, I think we've nearly reached uh, the end. Uh, the Kofi link is there. Make sure you've liked the video. Subscribe to the channel. What else can we tell them, Steve? Come back on Thursday, yeah. 9 o'clock. Tell a friend. Tell friends. Uh, the channel, all that we put up video clips all week long on the channel. Um, and if you want to like the one that the Lawrence Fox fans are disliking, please do. Because it's really, really getting to me now. I'm at 50-50 with likes and I've run out of Gmail accounts. <laughs> I've got about 27. I can help you out. Because <laughs> they don't give you more free storage and I'm not going to pay for it. Simple as that. Because I'm from the north. So, there we go. Um, lovely, yeah. So, Thursday, 9 o'clock. Let's do it all over again. Sound like a plan? See you there. Bye. Thanks for watching. Bye.